0: This is Inglorious Trexpert, Darren Doctorman. And from me and everybody at the Trexperts, we wish you a lovely holiday season and hope that you have time to spend it with your friends and family and with our wonderful swag from our various websites and our sister podcasts, Inglorious Trexperts and 430 Movie. At the Inglorious Trexperts site, that's inglorioustrexperts.com, you can find a whole bunch of swag with our Trexperts logos and famous uh, quotes from the show, and t shirts, and sweatshirts, and hoodies, and spatulas. No, there's no spatulas. But uh, you can get tote bags and uh, coffee mugs, all that sort of swag that uh, you've come to uh, expect from a high-quality podcast. So take a look on inglorioustrexperts.com and also look at 430movie.com. That's 430 430movie.com.
3: Best Movies Never Made, as featured in Entertainment Weekly, is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on the free Electric Now app. If you felt a great disturbance in the force, you're not wrong. My new book, Secrets of the Force, is now available in hardcover, digital, and audio from St. Martin's Press. And check out my other great oral histories with Ed Gross of Star Trek, the 50-year mission. So say we all, the complete oral history of Battlestar Galactica. And nobody does it better, the complete oral history of James Bond and Spymania. All available in hardcover, paperback, digital, and audio wherever you buy your books.
1: through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring making spirits bright What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleighing on tonight all the way Oh, what fun it is one-horse
3: Hey, this is Mark A. Altman
0: And this is Darren Docterman
3: And we are the Inglorious Trucksperts
2: The Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set with command chair, console, three telescreen cards, and five Star Trek action figures. Place Mr. Spock or any Star Trek figure into the transporter room. Spin the control knob and press the button. Mr. Spock disappears. Pretend he's left the deck of the Enterprise for outer space adventure. You can capture the Klingon and bring him back to the Enterprise. Star Trek USS Enterprise gift set. Star Trek action figures also sold separately by Mego.
0: And we're bringing...
1: I was in the holiday
3: mood. I see that. <laughs> and we're going to bring you season's greetings, some holiday joy. We're going to open up the Trexperts briefing room. What are we? no, we're not even in a briefing room. No, we're gonna open that's up an entirely different <laughs> podcast. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> correcting me. We are we are going to uh, open up uh, the vault. We're gonna open up the vaults. We're we're gonna do our first annual Trexperts holiday gift guide episode where the Trexperts will share with you some great, great stuff for the Trexpert in your life or the uh, Trekker, or E. or trek if it's Scott is. Mance, the Trek enthusiast, but we know what he wants. He just wants a companion. He wants metamorphosis. He wants metamorphosis, that's or right. A, or a scarf. <laughs> or a scarf. Let's get him a scarf. <laughs> Let's get him a scarf. So it's only a few weeks before Christmas. That he can hold in front of his head all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he would <he doesn't laughs> like to be a companion. It's, it's a few weeks until Christmas. We've just... Uh, uh, in the midst of the um, the uh, 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 Hanukkah holidays. And uh, so if you didn't get what you wanted for Hanukkah or you're waiting for Christmas, we have got some choice picks for you. Some, some great, great Trek, great stuff, things. And, you know, as usual, it's not all Trek. Most of it is. Well, well let's not go there because... I'm not going to... Okay, big spoiler. Big spoiler. I mean, I guess you're, you're, you know, there'll probably be some some gifts uh, suggested from uh, Space Nineteen Ninety Nine, the Black Hole, then. Maybe. Because c- clearly, we talk about them more than we do with Star Trek. Well, covers. you certainly. I certainly I do. I'm just going to say that it's, eh, it's not just me. There's others. <laughs> there are other people. There are others. other people who are be All human like me. But you know, I mean, the real way to, um, I guess, celebrate Christmas in the Star Trek universe is uh, to have your family die in a fire, apparently. That's well, uh, the, the Christmas spirit of generations. Well, that's the, yeah, that happened in Star Wars, too. So That well. is different. Star Wars isn't about spreading holidays here. Star Trek's an optimistic, hopeful view of the future. Yeah, and, and, with his family. With his entire family. The end of the family line. So, I lost oh, it all. Fire. has gone. I, I'm going to go to the Nexus, because <laughs> there I could be appreciated. That's and they're going to create a spinoff of. show with me when I'm nine 92 years old. And not make fun of Captain Picard. He's having I'm Not making fun. You're I'm making fun. Of. I'm making fun of generations. I'm just saying I don't understand. You're making fun of child's Christmas in Star Trek. I'm 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 saying that after that beautiful episode that was Family, this yeah. huge catharsis he has after Best of Both Worlds. Where he finally comes to terms with his strained relationship with his brother, played by Jeremy Kemp, and uh, and it's, it's just a marvelous episode. that's all negated when they 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 kill them all in generations off screen oh, and uh, the firemen sort them out. Who thought who thought it would be a good idea in the first Star Trek movie to have Picard moping around? That's fun. My, My whole family has been killed in a fire on Christmas. We know who thought of that. Yeah, I know. We talked about it on the show. We talked about it on the show. And it's funny because uh, next year we got Brian Ford Sullivan coming on the show. Brian that uh, was the uh, sofa uh, futon critic. But more recently, he's been a writer, producer for such shows as Arrow. And he's going to come debate generations with us. He's a big fan of the movie. And he's looking forward to telling us why he loves generations. I'd love to be educated about that because I don't get it. Yeah, well, we're 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 on the same play. Uh, we're on the same. Uh, I with that we I think can much agree, alike, Captain. <laughs> Except when it comes to Star Trek Six, but um, but yeah, we, we do. We think much. We think much alike. Um, but uh, and I have been reading in the uh, in the interwebs. Uh, you seem to be busy with your secret project. Apparently, my my super secret project that apparently everyone knows about. <laughs> I know it's very exciting. A lot, a lot of people who are people are talking. There's talk. People talk. Can't I, wait till next year. I can't contribute to that talk, but yes, next
0: year will be next year will be a, a good one. Oh, I like the sound of that. I predict Criswell predicts
3: <laughs> next year. Well, you know. The future is where we're going to spend the rest of our lives. I'm not. I'm spending all mine in the past, like we have for the past four years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) By the way, I have to tell you. I mean, I know this isn't a mailbag. Oh, I forgot to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know this isn't a mailbag episode, but I'm going to read. I want to read you something. Okay. Because I thought that this was a very nice. uh, uh, um, This is what I like to see uh, when we when we do the show. Um, this, This is the latest thing on Apple Podcasts. I want to read you this. This is the latest review that I happened to see when I was perusing to see if people were taking our advice to post stuff. Um, and this is what it says. Um, okay, this is, this is not, the, uh, not the one. This is just a, a nice review. I'm not going to mention it. Okay, I'll read it anyway. My tribe found five stars. This is not the one I was referring to. Mark, you asked for more reviews, so here's one for you. As someone who has loved Star Trek since before birth, as my mother tells me I would kick in utero when she watched an episode, I find this to be the most entertaining and informative authoritative Trek podcast around. I've also been reading Mark Altman since his days in Cinefantastic, and I'm always pleased to hear his nasally Brooklyn voice. Thank you very much. I'm I'm pleased as well. Reminds me of home. If you are also... Now, this is the part I disagree with, because... Are you uh, if you are also in your mid 50s and just with life? This is the podcast for you. I gotta, I gotta th- th- disagree with you on that. We're not Neither kind of gruntled with life. No, we're totally we gruntled. We're like gruntled. We're totally gruntled. We, we love, I mean, that's the whole reason we do this. We're like, we, we we're love like, this.
0: We're like Scrooge hanging out with the uh, ghost of Christmas present. We're, we're drinking the milk of human kindness, baby. Totally. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kicking
3: back the eggnog. Yeah, shaken not stirred, and uh, we are. Yeah, so I, I, you you're taking the wrong. I appreciate the the kind words, but you're taking the
0: wrong lesson from this podcast. Maybe, maybe what they're saying is that it's a good podcast to listen to for those who are depressed about being in their mid fifties and want
3: an attitude to bring them up, and maybe don't have their tribe and they can find their tribe yeah, here. Perhaps. Okay, I, I I can see that. I can see. That. I just want to be really clear. You know, for all the cynicism and everything, we. We are, we're not disgruntled at oh. all. That's, that's the, the, you know, we're very, we're very, we're overly gruntled in fact. Yeah. 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 We're very, we're very lucky. Okay. So that, that was not the one I wanted to read. Okay. This is this one I have to read. But it's very interesting and I really appreciated it. Revising of my one star review. Ah, oh. okay. This is now five stars. We've been upgraded from one to five. It says my original review got a response on the podcast. I criticized Mark Altman for bringing up his liberal politics too often. I stand by that opinion. Totally legitimate. I added the totally legitimate part. Having said that, I I will revise my review because of how good the podcast is in spite of the aforementioned issue. This is the best Star Trek podcast out there by far. The ability of the Trek experts to have discussions and debates about something they clearly love Yet are able to acknowledge the flaws. Star Trek Three being the prime example <laughs> of the franchise. By the way, you're right; it's not good. <laughs> you, you talk a lot about Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which I love because this film is very underappreciated. You also give a lot of love to Deep Space Nine, which is also underappreciated. Thank you for the effort you put into the show. I do wish you'd be more accepting of us politically conservative fans out there. Uh, Star Trek should be inclusive for all fans, regardless of our differences. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Paul W. Smith, uh, I, we're all big enough to take a few insults. I'm glad that you could see the good and, and, and discard what you don't like about it. I wish some of those Star Trek 3 lovers would, would, would feel the same way.
0: Well, we have no ill will towards Star Trek 3 lovers
3: or conservatives. We must be disgruntled or something. I, some, some of us are. I don't know. A lot of grunts going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I I should probably clarify. I I don't have a problem with conservatives. My problem is with Trump supporters. It's different. So anyway, um, look, this is such an exciting holiday season. Um, A lot of people looking forward to to gifts. What's the greatest gift you ever got for the Uh, Christmas holidays? That's a a good question. Um,
0: My mind always goes back to, uh, I believe it was 19... 76 when I got that
3: Space 1999 Mattel Eagle Transporter. yo, You son of a bitch. I'm so jealous. Even now, all these years later, I'm jealous because I never got it. I wanted it and never had. It was the greatest toy ever because it was big. and Super big. It, it was, it was the, basically the size of a real Eagle they used on the show. Size mattered. It, no question. I mean, I had the little dinky eagle, but you yeah. had the giant Mattel, we actually green. named Dinky Eagle. Yeah, which was <laughs> and it was green. It wasn't even the right colors. Yeah.
0: It's green. It's not not <laughs> Yeah, not right. Um, but oh man, I you know I still have mine. Mine is hanging up on the wall, and I, I cherish it. And I remember uh, that time so very long ago that uh, that was uh, under the tree. Yeah. Um, I I think I've told this before. There's a a picture from, uh, I believe, Millimeter Magazine of Brian Johnson, who was the uh, visual effects guy on uh, Space 1999. He was holding one of the Eagle models, and he was holding it by the uh, space frame, the the, uh, tube structure on the top. And that was a picture that drove me crazy because I wanted to know what that thing was and what it was made of and everything. And so when I got this toy, I began carrying that thing around by the space frame all over the house. And it was just it was just uh, it was just a little bit of magic and I never forget.
3: Do you believe in magic? I do. I do. It was, occasionally, magic. It was magic.
0: Occasionally magic happens. What about
3: you? I, I, I love that. Well, I got to tell you, you know, when people ask me this, and I think I may sound a fourth thing, it probably, I I said, and I'm going to revise that answer. um, I, you know, I would always say when I got my first VCR, because we got all our presents and, you know, we used to get our presents on Christmas morning, our Hanukkah presents on Christmas morning. Ah. You know, and, and so, um, uh, you know, I was sure we were getting a VCR. We went, opened all our presents, didn't, didn't, didn't get a VCR. I was, I was. You know, so I was like happy with what I got, but there was sort of this air of disappointment that my brother and I had. And then all of a sudden, our aunt showed up with this big package. saying, "Well, oh, one, wait, one more thing," and huh. I knew exactly what it was. And we tore open the wrapping paper, and it was uh, it was one of those giant uh, Panasonic uh, VHS uh, machines. With the, you know, it had the thing like Sulu's sensor that came up. You know, you hit the button, and go. Yeah, it
0: came up, and it had the two
3: the two clicky dials on the side. Yep. Yep, yep, uh, and sh- uh, switch it, was, it was magical, but I think for the purpose of this show, and, and, and something that gave the VCR a run for his money, had to be Migo's mission to Gamma 5. Nice. Gamma 3? Gamma uh, 3 or Gamma 5? Gamma, gamma 3. Gamma 3. No, Gamma so- 6. Gamma 6, mission to Gamma 6, right.
2: It's the mission to Gamma 6 from the Star Trek collection. Assembly required. Comes with four Gamma creatures. You can place the Gamma creatures almost anywhere on the idol. Pretend the cave glove trap tries to stop Kirk. When you place him in the plant trap, it snaps closed. You can bring Captain Kirk up the stairs, and when you release the trap, down he slides into the idol. Imagine he's surrounded by the Gamma creatures. Mission to Gamma 6 comes with four Gamma creatures. Captain Kirk sold separately. From Mego. So
3: this, of course, was based loosely on the Apple, but it also had the Lilliputians in it and yeah. uh, had a hand. You put the hand in and yeah. you would grab the, the figures, but it had vol. That was the thing. It was yeah. vol. And and you could play with this thing for hours. I mean, it was a better episode. You could kill a million redfish. I just never like, had this one. So you got me beat on that one. I never oh, had I it. Oh, I love that. I wish I still had it. I, You know, I've seen it at conventions. I thought about buying it and I'm like, yeah. what the, what, what am I going to do with this? But I may have to buy that one day because one I of these love days, that. Stupid one of these days, toy. you're gonna buy one of those and you're gonna buy an Eagle Transporter. Oh, I've, gonna, I've come very close to buying the Eagle. But you know why I haven't? Because my first pick for today's show for the holiday gift guide, and I, I, I there, there's actually two great Eagles you could buy right now. Yeah. There is um Eagle Moss is now has launched their Jerry Anderson line. Right. And thanks to the largesse of uh Ben Robinson, you could purchase uh You could purchase an eagle. Can't get one for free because apparently I I don't, I've only had you on the show. I don't know how many times. You've gotten Um, free stuff from them before. And I'm plugging them again. Yeah. God forbid they send me anything. But uh, um, I've worked for them and I've never gotten anything from them. (laughs) But then the real thing. Look at this. This is, this is, you know, you know what I'm talking about. This is. Got to hold it in front of you. Yeah, this this is amazing. We can't this, see the darn thing.
0: We can't see it. Hold it down. Oh, this isn't working. Not working. Yeah. We're
3: gonna have to trust you. we're gonna have to anyway, still we're gonna have to still grab that. Is the um and now I've lost I've lost I've lost audio. I've lost Close power. You. I've lost everything. So um <laughs> the, the sixteen the sixteen twelve uh is doing a series of um of eagles and other uh, action figures and um, I got this because it has the hawk in it from right. war games. No, uh, no, not the one played by uh, Not, a man, hawk, not no. a man called Hawk. No. No, no, no. The the, the and, and it is these are they're beautifully packaged uh they're absolutely stunning replicas. Huh? The biggest problem is you you have to like you know it's like Sideshow or Hot Toys, you know you pay for them and then a year and a half later yeah. maybe they show yeah, maybe up maybe you get And then maybe you still want it, you know? I mean, I had the same thing with this thing. Here, I'll (laughs) show (laughs) you. I got. can you see this? Can you see this? My command base It's becoming visible in Hollywood. Hollywood." It's the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, action figures. It's Leo and and, and Brad Pitt as Dalton. And uh, again... I probably do they, have this, a, do. they have the Charlie Manson uh, doll, that, uh, conservatively yeah, two sure, years ago. Do, you, do, you ha- do they have the Charlie Manson
0: doll that goes along with it? Like which day? They they, dish? they do not have that, <laughs> thankfully.
3: Although you know, I probably could find somebody who looked like him. Um, but this is yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. There we go. There we go.
0: Yeah,
3: oh my not, god. Not, not working. There. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now I could open it up, but I'm still deciding whether or not I want to sell it or keep it. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm going to keep see it. See what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. I got that, a Toys Wonderland out of Hong Kong. Wow. Now, of course, if Rob Burnett was on the show, he would have, uh, have no of end of uh, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, really, really expensive toys uh, to buy that yeah. may not be still available. We don't yeah, know. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, Rob is a voracious collector. He is. Uh, like, uh, Saul Rubinek in, uh, most <laughs> toys. Um, and you know, he has a, quite a collection. Anybody who's seen him on his, uh, on, the, on his network, uh, the Burnett Network, uh, who's seen his, uh, or on, on this very show and he's seen his man cave, uh, or whatever he calls it. Um, it, it's remarkable. It's absolutely re- remarkable. It's, it's the observatory. Uh, the observatory, ro- the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and I mean, really, uh, we should have him on the show be- for this because, uh, uh, boy, there's nobody who's better uh, equipped to talk about all the amazing toys. Uh,
0: where'd they get all those incredible toys? <laughs> then, You've um, got a lot of nice
3: toys here. That's, <laughs>
0: that's two different toy references for you folks out there from two <laughs> different films. Yeah.
3: yeah I'm just that's saying. Right. That's right. So, my, my, my first pick is the, the, the Eagle, Moss, Eagle Moss Eagle, was meant to be. Yeah, and uh, the one you had there, the Hawk, was 1612. Sixteenth, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And the sixteenth, I'm, 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 I'm cheating. I'm doing two you have for two one pick. For one two. pick, that's right. There was, uh, you know, Lazarus uh, from our dimension and Lazarus from the other dimension. So right. The, the 16, of 12, uh, Hawk has a little bandage on his head. That's right. That's how you can tell the difference. How you can tell. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's my first pick to get us into the uh, Trexper's holiday gift guide.
0: That's a good pick. I, uh, even though I think both of those are very hard to find now, um, are they eagle
3: most? I don't
0: really. Uh, well, it, it's it's touch and go. I mean, partly mm. because of the uh, availability of uh, stuff shipped overseas. That's, oh yeah. that's one thing. Um, and uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of toys stuck in uh, cargo ships uh, yeah. on
3: the coast of uh, California and uh, and New York. So. Um, it's like Moonbase Alpha, out there, just drifting somewhere, away. Somewhere, <laughs> Very safe. Beyond Antares. <laughs> um, my choice is
0: something that uh, I, uh, I just ordered and got within the past week.
3: <gasps> Ooh, and Tell uh, us, Jim.
0: Tell them, Jim. They're, they're really fun, and one of them is something that I wanted a good version of for a long, long time. There's a company called Fansets which uh, makes uh, pins and other you know, bits of uh, wearable art and prop work and things like that. And uh, they have a collection of Star Trek pins that are pretty darn good. Um, but the, the king of them, at least at this point, is the Star Trek II uh, uniform pin. Oh, look at that. It is beautiful. It is, uh, it is all metal. They have two versions. One is a, uh, a magnetic version that, mm. that goes on the front of your jacket or uh, shirt, and it just sort of snaps on the back and holds it on securely. It's and also erases done. credit cards. It, it, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's beautifully done. Uh, our friend uh, John Cooley uh, uh, was the product lead on this. And uh, it is the closest reproduction of the real thing I've ever seen. Stunning. It's great. It's great. Uh, and uh, I, I bought a couple of these. One, uh, one with the uh, studs in the back, poked through uh, a shirt. Uh, um, but uh, I also got a couple other pins. Uh, I got uh, this in infinite diversity and infinite oh my god
3: popularity. gene would be so proud of you gene would be proud and gene would be
0: making money off me even today ah uh, let's see i have a uh, this is a, a little uh, a little less successful this is a visitor pin from uh, uh, Picard. from yes yeah, from from the <laughs> uh, card that is missing the nana on the top um, but uh, it's a little different than the real one which I have here
3: ah.
0: just a little different but you know it's still nice if you like that kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. but the funniest one that I got uh has a representation of our friend Robin Curtis oh. as, as <laughs> having, uh, a beautiful cloisonne pin, so you can have
3: Robin Curtis next to your heart all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I don't know what to say to that.
0: Um, <laughs> um, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was very funny, so I had to get it.
3: my next pick. Are um, it's a little off uh, off the beaten track, but uh, from Sports Authority, they're knee pads to protect yourself at Star Trek conventions from people in scooters who attack. you. No, that's not what my pick is. That's not my, true. No, it's not. Although I have to say, my knee still hurts. Okay, but that's not what my pick is. My pick. Uh, my next pick, of course, is uh, goes out to our good friends at La Land Records for their and Neil Balk for the magnificent uh, um, uh, remaster of Star Trek II: Absolutely. The Wrath of Khan. Absolutely, superb! It's an amazing sounding,
0: CD. amazing sounding CD. All the music that you love and more that you haven't heard before.
3: The illusion of beauty and more
0: and more. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good and. Uh, your ears will thank you, Your Even ears
3: they aren't Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How's uh, that for a tagline? That's like <laughs> copywriting. That's like, that's that's next level stuff there, Dan. You're too wow. good for this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's almost Merv Block, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I told you, you know, we're doing this 1982 documentary, which we were interviewed for recently. And, and Merv Block is the gift that keeps on giving, let me that's tell you. awesome. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So, um, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your next pick there, uh, Darren? Um, my next pick is
0: I'm not sure how to do this because I actually don't have any products from them at this point. Um, they uh, are the basically the the guy who was the product uh, uh, developer for um, QMX who made the wonderful Star Trek figures. Like this Khan Noonien scene. Oh, yeah, I got that too. It's freaking great. Six scale uh, figures uh, that QMX used to have the license for. Um, Mm -hmm. He moved on and started his own company. And I think it's called, is it called Nexus? It's something like that. Um, uh, We have to get back to the Nexus. I got to find... I got to find the link
3: because uh, it's important, Marion. So come back to me. Uh, Name name another. uh, Now, who is that that gentleman who started this company? um, I think his name is Nanjing Tam. Oh, okay, Yeah, because I've seen I, I, you know, I normally don't add people on Facebook that I don't know. Um, yeah. I only, I, you know, like everything else is fine. But like on Facebook, I don't, I don't add people that I don't personally have, you know, know, but somehow he became a Facebook friend. I don't know how he yeah. slipped through. And, um, I keep seeing stuff where they're doing all these action figures, oh, action figures, these, these things, uh, I guess they're doing Voyager. Uh, I, I and found doing it. Discovery. The name of the
0: company is X06.
3: Oh yes. Right.
0: And, uh, they are available on uh, big bad toy store. They carry them. They're, they're a little bit pricey, but not in terms of uh, six scale figures. These are actually cheaper than most six scale figures. Uh, but right now they have an amazing uh, Captain Catherine Janeway. Uh, they have a Picard that is great. And uh, I believe they have a. Oh, a
3: data first contact. Don't they data have a data first, first contact? Yeah. Great,
0: too. Um, they, have a, a, they have a wide selection. Uh, and, and they're talking about coming up with uh, even more. Uh, Familiar characters from things that have been neglected. Uh, people want? Uh, neglected. stuff that people want? Neglected oh, okay. Okay. You. Well, let uh-huh. me put it that way.
3: Um, so, Mr. Erics uh, Now, that would be great. No one has ever done an Eric's Why thing. has no one done Eric? You know why? Because they can't. It's like when Migo or these old playmates, they couldn't just take the body off of something else. Yeah. You know, they'd have to sculpt the whole thing and not just a head.
0: They also have the Dr. EMH six uh, scale,
3: which yeah, is yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, looks amazing.
3: I have to say, even though a lot of these aren't any figures that I'm personally interested, the sculpts are gorgeous. They're doing an amazing They're, job. Um, their ability um, to do likenesses has gotten so good. Yeah, and I'm look, I'm, uh, clearly the, uh, uh, he is a huge fan and is yeah. really concerned about giving back to the fans. Um it, you know, their money's worth. So I'm very, I'm very impressed by this company and, uh, and what they're doing. You know, like I said, it's nothing that personally speaks to me because I'm really, you know, I've always mostly only collected uh, uh, TOS and TNG and ds 9 <laughs> but, um, uh, but I think it's remarkable uh, work that they're doing.
0: Agreed. And that's why
3: they're one of my picks. Great pick. Great pick. Um, I still don't know how he ended up on my Facebook friend, but okay. Um, he's, the my, who, uh, he's the guy who started the company. That must be it. I, like, <laughs> really, I mean, I, I went by, by that logic, Crazy Eddie would be on my Facebook feed if he was still alive. You know, I'm a, you know, His prices were insane. They were insane, indeed. But that's the problem. I don't want to have insane friends on Facebook. Too okay. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, are you going to Jeff Bond's party tomorrow? I don't think that's anyone's business. Well, no, this will have aired long afterwards. I'm, I'm, very, I'm a busy man. Speaking of Jeff Bond, I would like to recommend a beautiful coffee table book from Jeff Bond and Gene Kozicki uh, that came out earlier this year yep. called The Art of Star Trek The Motion Picture. It's a stunning coffee table book. I think it's from- The Art and Effects of Star Trek The Motion Picture. Sure, you have to direct edition, visual effects, supervise, produce anything with Star Trek. Can't even get the name of the book right. So Titan Books has done this remarkable um, uh, book uh, about Star Trek, the motion picture. And uh, Jeff and Gene have done uh, just a superb job. Uh, and um, there's some great art that even I've never seen. And it's so uh, funny
0: that they finished the book near weeks before we started on the
3: uh, upgrade version. Hours could seem like days. And they did. Yeah, that's, it's fantastic. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think, look, you know, Jeff, everything's Jeff's done. Jeff is such a, such a spectacular writer. I, a lot of people don't know this. Back in the day in the 90s, I was doing a magazine for Larry Flint called Sci-Fi Universe. And Lucas Kendall recommended a guy named Jeff Bond to me uh, as a writer. And at the time, he was working at a bank and uh, writing for FilmScore Monthly. And uh, he sent me some stuff. And I said, this guy... This guy's a really good writer. And so I hired Jeff and he used the the, the, pen, the, 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 the money that I gave him, the, the, the very little money that I was paying him um, to uh, move I out.
0: you were thinking of. The yeah. penance.
3: Penance? No, pittance. Pittance. the pittance. The pittance, yes, the pittance. And uh, <laughs> to move out, thank you, uh, the art and visual effects of Star Trek's motion picture. And so he, uh, he moved out here. And uh, for many years, uh, I, I was able to benefit from his largesse, his wonderful writing skills. Uh, and Jeff has gone on to do a, a number of phenomenal books, including the music of Star Trek, uh, making Narcos, making of the Orville. Um, but I feel like this Star Trek, the motion picture book is his, uh, uh, certainly a new a new high for him, an all-time high. Uh, if I... it's, it's
0: really great. And of course... Uh... The uh, book on the uh, producer of Lost in Space and the uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Oh, Irwin. Allen! The world of Erwin Allen book is so thick with lusciousness. He he covers everything in, it. and yeah. great photos and great uh, great text to go along with it. It's uh, it's lovely.
3: Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because, of course, that really is uh, a spectacular. I mean you talk about coffee table you need a very strong IKEA coffee table will not work you need a really well built coffee table to hold that book because that is one solid
0: you need a coffee table
3: hewn from solid oak <laughs> to, to hold support, that book to support that book but it is so spectacular and it was published by our mutual friend Taylor White who was the proprietor of Creature Features uh, here in uh, not here but in Burbank and um, uh, really a spectacular undertaking um, and a beautiful, beautiful book. And Taylor is also the publisher of another book that I would highly recommend. "Return to tomorrow I, uh, about the making of Star Trek the Motion Picture. It's the original a fantastic article cover story that was never published. Now, I believe the actual book is now out of print, but you can get it on Kindle. Yeah. Um, and I highly recommend it. He was a guest on the show uh, a couple months back and uh that's a really delight if you're a fan of star trek the motion picture you're gonna love Returns of tomorrow absolutely yeah 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 speaking of books darren yes i got a couple of books well you think. just gave the two books yeah but you know <laughs> so you're gonna continue
0: let me I, let me give one first and then you, so can you go out. you
3: got you got. i
0: have a different kind of book actually i have an audio
3: Chicago book. mobs of the
0: 19th no don't confront front of the book um okay. no uh this is an audiobook. I am a big fan of audiobooks because right. I rarely have time to read. Yet I have time to listen while I'm working. Um, so audible.com is an amazing uh, site, and they have pretty much everything that is published in audiobooks. And uh, the, the always listenable. Always listenable. And the, the great thing is there's so many topics. Um, but the most recent one that I've listened to. It's called The Boys by Ron Howard and Clint Howard.
3: Mm, mm -hmm. And
0: it's so great telling, uh, they tell their own story about how they both uh, got involved in uh, acting and directing and, and uh, showbiz. And of course uh, their, their dad helped them uh, along during his life. Rance Howard. Rance Howard and, uh, and their mom uh, is such a great story. And, you know, we see, no, Mrs. C wasn't his, uh, no. Wasn't his mom. <laughs> no, uh, Mrs. Cunningham was Marian, not. Marion Ross was not his actual mom. Uh, yeah. In my world, <laughs> <is>. she was. <laughs> uh, but it's so great to hear Ron talk about how he was, uh, you know, he was like uh, nine years old in uh, The Music Man. And, of course, Clint talks about how he did the carbonite maneuver and every little detail you'd want to know about what happened to him on the set, how everything was done. and Preserved
3: uh, in perfect detail.
0: <laughs> stored there in every detail. But uh, the great thing is they both narrate their sections of the books, and uh, it's just great. It's like uh, sitting with them and having them tell you their story. Uh, That's great. So it's, uh, it's a really fun kind of thing. And you know, Audible has tons of other books, including
3: Mark's uh, The 50-Year Mission. Wow, what a great get that would be for someone who needs to entertain the Trek fan in their life. Of course, Darren is referring to the 50-year mission, uh, the complete oral history of Star Trek, uh, volumes volume one and two. and two. Two volume one and two. Uh, not only uh, volume one is available in hardcover, paperback, audio, and digital. Volume two, for some reason, is not in paperback, but it is in hardcover, digital, and audio you really can't experience the entire history of Star Trek unless you've read both books.
0: Right. And, and until you've heard the wide variants of pronunciations for people's names.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I've told this story, you know, it's funny because, uh, uh, you know, actually the guy who is the producer and who reads a lot of it, uh, was, uh, Mr. Fantastic in the, uh, Roger Corman, Fantastic Four film. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Alex uh, Hyde-White but And also the son son Wilford Hyde-White Who who not only was On the Council of 12 In the original Battlestar Galactica But also played um, Dr. Uh, yeah, uh, I couldn't uh, remember his name doctor either Dr. Doctor in uh, Buck Rogers Season 2 but It wasn't Dr. Hewer, that, that was the first season No, no it was no. not Dr. Hewer, that was Tim O'Connor That's yeah. a great doctor It wasn't he Admiral was, Asimov Oh, I know, I remember I remember. Do you remember? Come on. I don't remember. Okay. Wait, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. When you were growing up and you were hungry for ice cream, you really liked having a, okay, this is not helping you. No. A good humor bar. He wasn't wasn't Dr. Hewer. No, he, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's not good. It's not a good humor. It's good fella. He's a good Dr. Goodfellow. Dr. Goodfellow. What's I probably should have said his name? Dr. Goodfellow. Dr. Goodfellow. That isn't reg- That oh. isn't resonating with me. So Okay, hold on. I'm going to the tape. <laughs> <We're> Let's, gonna- <laughs> go. Let's go to IMDb. Hold on. We're going to break protocol. It could very well be. I just... Uh, Buck Rogers. Maybe, maybe I'm glad that I can't remember. How much money are we betting on this? I'm not betting any money. I, I know I don't remember. Okay. Well, I, I'm, that's too bad because I have a feeling that I could win a lot of money here. I'm sure um, you could. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Goodfellow! Very good. Congratulations.
0: What do I win? You nothing. win the chance to be smug even more than you usually are.
3: Fuck you. Oh. Hey, <laughs> see, that's not a holiday uh, sort of uh, attitude. No, you got to say you win nothing. You lose. You <laughs> stole fizzy lifting drinks. That's right. Um, (laughs) um, Okay. So uh, I'm I'm impressed with myself, I must say. You're right. I guess I am smug. Yes, I am smug. You know, I have to say, I read a very interesting article this week um, about the difference between um, confidence and arrogance. And I I thought it was a very interesting article. And I think it's true. I think confident people um, are interested in other people and learning and expanding their reign of knowledge. And Iron people have no interest in other people and what they have to say. Why is uh, this thing talking to me? And it's saying Star Trek. It's literally. Why is it saying Star Trek to you? I don't know why. Maybe it it can sense that you're a Trexpert. It's literally. Can you
0: hear this? Yeah. Oh, it's our podcast. That's why. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The the hubris of playing your own podcast on your own butt. I was not
3: intentional, I assure (laughs) you.
0: It was my, like, next, start, my next gift this is my gift. Another war. Another war to the homeland. <laughs> um, this is also from 1612, the company that is uh, making so many lovely Jerry Anderson products. It mm. is the Space 1999. Oh, here we go. Oh, I can't see it. Yeah, it's not going to work. I
3: can't, I can't I'll,
0: see I'll it. Back. I can't see it. Um <laughs> It's uh, it's the uh, it's the oh, there go. stun gun and comlock gift set. I have it um, too. And you'll notice that the stun gun and comlock are not in the box because I took them out and I'm playing
3: with them. Not every day, but uh, I mean, look at this thing. Oh, it's gorgeous. man! I really got to take that out of the box. It's gorgeous. You know what you should do. You should show up at Jeff Bond's party in your moon based alpha shirt with the Comlock lock and the and and the the gun and just like like don't you've sh- just gotten back from the moon. Oh <laughs> oh! Don't, oh don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. As soon as we get off this uh, podcast, I'm opening that box and taking out those toys. Oh, I mean, my where else do you get
0: uh, an official voice of Xenia Merton? <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. On a That's toy. For
3: sure. That is oh, for sure. Apart oh, from those
0: bootleg ones. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Um, speaking of uh, while, we're, while we're in space, 1999, my pick is um, it's a uh, Diamond Toys exclusive, uh, which you can pick up at Walgreens or eBay. Um, it is uh, Maximilian and Vincent. Nice, an old Bob. They're uh, the uh, the first uh, uh, black hole uh, toys, I think, that have been uh, released since probably 1979. I don't think there've been any toys since, and um, they're really great. They look great. You know, I mean, I can't believe that we live in a world where uh, an old Bob toy is possible, (laughs) but we do. It does not uh, make talk like Slim Pickens like the Comlock does, but um, it is, it's pretty cool. And the Maximilian thing is pretty awesome. So, if, you know, you want to get your Norman Bates action figure and get Maximilian, you could have him, like, uh, kill, you know, uh, <laughs> kill Norman Bates holding up a notebook. Kill Bond now! Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Bond because, of course... If you're looking for a book for that special Bond fan in your life, you may want to consider Nobody Does It Better, the complete oral history of the James Bond films. I'm sensing a trend from Mr. Altman tonight. From Mark A. Altman and Edward Gross, available not only in hardcover and paperback, but audio and digital. And you can get that anywhere that sells books. And I have to tell you, the publisher has done such a shitty job promoting it. I need to incessantly promote it on my podcast so that you know it exists. Wow. Because if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's there to hear it, I don't know. Was that a tree? I don't know. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I love that book, by the way. I, I hope people check it out if they're Bond <laughs> fans. I, I'm very happy with that. Next on
0: my list is not a book that I've written. But I've written. It's not a book. It's not a book that oh. anyone's written. Oh, okay. Um, uh, if you've uh, listened to uh, Rob Burnett at all, uh, you will hear his, uh, his complete enthusiasm for this company in uh, the Netherlands called jazzinc.grammas.com. Jazz Hands? Jazz Inc. Jazz, jazz Inc. Can- all I that hand. jazz? There's, uh, there's all that jazz ink. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the great thing about it uh, is that it is all sort of uh, environments for your one sixth figures.
3: Ooh.
0: and uh, they make a lot of them. They have uh, tons of environments for Star Wars. They have uh, the v 4 uh, entryway uh, that Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers walk in on and uh, they have a Death Star hallway. They have a 1-6 scale Millennium Falcon cockpit fully decked out and lit and everything. It's amazing. Now, these are expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm just warning you now. Uh, some of them are, you know, uh, like $200. Right. Which is, which is still expensive, but not as expensive as uh, other things. Um, well, do they have a Cygnus? Well, there, there's, uh, well, one sixth Cygnus would be pretty freaking large. So
3: the answer is no. Uh, you know what would be a great playset for them to do? Can I say? I, I don't mean to interrupt you. That... The Viger platform at the end of Star Trek The Motion Picture. I think that you know, would be cool. Like, that would be real, you know, with all those weird steps that almost killed the actors and, and Viger in the middle right. and, and, and the pulsating, undulating lights and everything. I think And that, that would weird be burping great. sound that it makes. The weird burping sound. Well, yeah.
0: if only there were one six scale figures for uh, the motion picture. There aren't at this point.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true. That, that, there goes my plan. My, my, but
0: maybe X06 can do something about that. That's all I'm saying. That would be maybe. great. Obviously. And, uh, you know, great. since uh, next year is a, uh, sort of a banner year in terms of that film,
3: we hear, uh, maybe it might oh, be. Oh, well, <laughs> you know what Najeeem should do? Ilea in the, 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 um, the white, uh, miniskirt, the, the tunic.
0: Oh yeah. You with, know. A, with a light up, uh, uh, with The light up
3: throat, yeah. right? The throat thing, because <laughs> they, up, no off. one's ever done that. I well, would, I, I would pay any price for that. Uh, I, think
0: that uh, I think Migo did a version of her in that outfit.
3: Oh, they did in '79, didn't it they? Was,
0: it was terrible.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, oh, I, I would, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. But the great thing that uh, Jazzy is doing uh, that I have had ordered for almost two years is a one-six scale 1966 Batmobile.
3: Fully licensed Ooh, from Warner. Really? Oh.
0: Fully licensed. Wow. Um, the, the deluxe version is going to run you like $1,700. Did you get it? I, yeah, I paid for and uh, yeah. it's oh. supposed to be coming next year.
3: Yeah, As wow. so many
0: other things are. It's uh, on a boat. It's on a boat. It's probably sitting off the coast of California right now. No,
3: it's not. Just um, hope that uh, Lex looks, Loser isn't successful in jumping into the ocean. It looks perfect
0: and i've already gotten my hot toys batman and robin from years
3: ago oh wow
0: which are no longer available unfortunately no, no but they're, they're going to be
3: sitting pretty in the batmobile that is so cool is that still available though i mean like the batmobile the is absolutely,
0: absolutely absolutely if you have if you have the money i
3: highly recommend picking if one if you up. have the time <laughs> um you know what? I really, uh, I, 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 this is something maybe you guys can educate me on. This will probably be a question for Rob, but you can answer it too. You know, I have a couple of you know great Enterprise toys, Enterprise. you know, like the, the ones that you know were done over the last couple of years. You know, Playmates did and mm-hmm. Diamond Select, but you know, I know that there's some really amazing replicas of 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 the Enterprise. Uh, where do you get something like that? Who's doing that stuff well?
0: Um, I think the only thing to do that is to have someone build you the model. Ah. Um, that's a, a thing that Jeff Bond is doing right now. He's building a, a model for a client.
3: Oh, really? doing an
0: amazing job. I don't think he ever wants to do it again, though. That's the problem. Because oh, okay. it's, it's extremely difficult. And when it's done right, it's uh, You it's get beautiful. To keep it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I, I think that's pretty much the only way. Look, I'm sure everybody and their uncle is going to be messaging you saying, hey, I got a lead. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, so, okay. So, you know, expect that to happen.
3: Well, while I'm not, uh, you know, necessarily tracking that down, I would say at the moment, um, I would say my pick is, um, because I picked like nothing from Star Trek, I probably should pick it. I'm just going to say, Eagle Moss is doing a great land ram from the original uh, Galactica, but I probably... You really should, hate Star Trek, don't you? We probably should have some Star Trek on our side. There's a, a beautiful new Bluetooth communicator um, yes, the reissue, which is uh, which is uh, uh, terrific, and it's available at Star and uh, you know, for people who want to experience the communicator the way it was meant to be experienced, um, that's they funny I was
0: going to be a for me too.
3: Yeah, it's, it's really nice. Did you get it? Oh, I got it when it was released like four years ago.
0: Oh, okay. this is a re-release of that. I see. Uh, because you know, the original sold out really quickly. Yeah. Uh, but this this is absolutely great. It's made by the Wand Company, which uh, um, started out as a uh, remote control company. And then they started to license these props and build remote controls and other functionalities into them. And, oh. uh, and so they figured out how to finally do the Bluetooth uh, connected phone communicator. Right. And it's great. It works exactly like it's supposed to. It, it goes boop when your phone is ringing and you flick it open and it makes the chirping sound. Oh, wow. And uh, you can talk just like, uh, just like they do on the TV.
3: Oh, I think I'm going to have to get
0: that. It's great.
3: <laughs> it's absolutely great. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, and, that's, uh, uh, you know, if you want to look really cool, walk around the Vegas Convention Center. Well, I, I got to pay attention because you never know when someone's going to come out of nowhere in a cart and, and smash oh, into you- your leg.
0: There is a, an emergency button that you can press to sound a red alert. So maybe that would have helped.
3: What about that emergency beam out, like in Day of the Dove, where you hit the red button and they know it's hold them in stasis? Or it's, well, that it's the button non-existence
0: is where they belong. The button that causes the avalanche.
3: The button that causes <laughs> the avalanche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I want to go back to Eagle Monster for a second because. They are doing you know some really great Star Trek uh, replicas but they also do uh Battlestar Galactica they're doing the Orville now. Yeah. Um, I- I'll tell you I really I prefer the oversized ones. <laughs> oh. Here? It's the oh, Silent Centurion. No, Where do uh, he come from? He came from uh, Egomos. By your command. By your command. Yeah, um, there were, you know, it's so hard to find those good '78 Galactica toys. A couple of years, I mean, more than a couple of years ago, because I think I bought them at Tower Records. Mm-hmm. And it was about twenty years ago. Those, there were those great Cylons. I just got an Adama on eBay. I don't know yeah. what prompted me to do that. They were like uh, what, what 16 inch uh, 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 Cylons? And I don't and, know if yeah. they were 16. I think they might have been just one sixth scale. Oh, okay, okay. But they were really good. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They were good. They were good. And. um I'm, you know, I'm just looking around and it's like, you know, I have that Reliant that Eagle Moss did. I love that. I've always loved the Reliant. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And she dropped our shields. Um, But, uh, you know, I I know like some people complain that the uh, Eagle Moss uh, uh, replicas are not to scale, but it's absolutely impossible for them to do that, uh, you know, for price. And, you know, these, these are consumer. This is not... You know, these are straight to consumer. This is not some kind of really esoteric superfan thing where they're going to go out and charge, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, and, you know, do a Cylon base star to scale. It's just, just, there's not a market for it. So I'm happy to have, you know, I can't believe anyone did those 78 Galactica. Hardly anybody remembers 78 galactic. I, I know. I mean, it's... uh I mean, so having like a base star and the land Ram and the, you know, the Viper. And I mean, it's great. And then I have some of the stuff from the new show too, which as much as I love the new show, I don't like the design work as much, but, um, you know, but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's great. And then also, did you get the Eagle Moss? They have the Katinga, you know, um, from Motion Picture, which is really beautiful. No, I wasn't able to get one of those. I bought that. I bought that. I bought that at Comic Con because they didn't send me. I kept asking, "Send me one." So, oh, we'll send it to you. Never happened. So I just bought it because yeah. I'm like, they're never sending this to me. <laughs> what What I want is the
0: uh, the two models that I built for them the uh, uh, regular one and
3: the space office complex. Yeah. You may think they're the same thing. They're not. But I'd like those two. I get still more don't than have one. <laughs> I know. We should. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to buy those two. You're going to have to have a talk with it. Mr. Robinson. <laughs> if you could find him. If you could find him. Like the, he's like the A-team. He's the r um, But yeah, and they're doing their books now, which, uh, which are good. Um, uh, um, but I'm not going to plug it because uh, we, we gave you where's, enough airtime last week. Where's the, mine? Uh, Again. Where's my book? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> what, what? Let's let's talk about. Okay, so, you know, everybody's thinking all oh, these guys wanted some free swag. Why'd I listen to the show this week? So let's let's talk about a few other things that uh, we think are, are might be worthwhile. Um, I, there's a new book out, which I highly recommend through Amazon, uh, which is the um, uh, Mid Century Modern Guide to Star Trek. Absolutely, I I've talked about it on the podcast before, but. Um, and I'm looking around here, but I'm completely disorganized. I wasn't exactly prepared for today's podcast. Um, but it's a remarkable book that looks at mid-century modern architectural design and its impact on Star Trek.
0: Yeah, because and, Star Trek took place in that period when they filmed it. So there was a lot of that stuff available, and it looked futuristic. Yeah, and it yeah. even does
3: now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, of course, we plugged this much earlier, um, uh, I think last year in the third season, uh, but Dave Addy's remarkable uh, hardcover book, uh, Typeset of the Future, absolutely. cannot recommend ha- uh, highly enough. Su- superb book about typography in science fiction. And of course, it's Star Trek by It's extension.
0: great. And it's, it's something that you will never see anywhere else.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No
0: one in their right mind would do that.
3: And or do a podcast on it. it. <laughs> so you're, going you're going to do a podcast on fonts? Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Font you. goes um. straight to Venica. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the other thing there's been a lot of complaining uh in certain circles about the fact that Netflix has lost the rights to the original Star Trek. Um and uh it's, you know, as I said, it's as though it fell off the earth. Like they reached the end of the earth and fell off the earth because it's no longer on Netflix. I'd just like to point out, not that I would hold this up as the most extraordinary set in the world, but Paramount CBS just recently reissued um, the first three seasons of the original Star Trek, uh-huh. which is a, re, a repackage of um, of the Blu-ray, which appeared in the 50th anniversary set, which also reappeared, you know, was reissued. Um, you know, it's been reissued many times, but. That said, it's a gorgeous set. Yeah, it has the original uh, visual effects, the the re- revamped visual effects. It has the new sound mix. Yeah, uh, it looks great. Um, so, if you want to watch Star Trek, and you don't want to watch it with commercials on MeTV, you should really still, of course. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and and I will say that the next generation remasters are also beautiful. They're also great, set.
0: and you can find those on Amazon. Uh, both streaming and physical media. Uh, and they're great if you like that kind of thing.
3: But CBS repackaged them and they're there, you know, all seven seasons. It yeah. also is a great set. So and it's a great you know, deal. If, you know, Christmas is the time to ask for this stuff. Christmas is the time for miracles. It's a time for miracles deal. <laughs> um, we recommend Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie of all time on 4K. And speaking of 4K, uh, yes. You know, you can quibble with the way that CBS has chosen uh, uh, to bifurcate the movie series. Uh, it's a little bizarre. But um, the movies do look great. And I highly recommend uh, right now um, you can get uh, the, the collector set of Star Trek's motion picture, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, and Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home in one collection yep. uh, uh, in, in, in ultra high def. 4K. Uh, the films have never looked better. These are all remasters. Uh, I want to point out for those who aren't aware, of course, Star Trek: the Motion Picture is the theatrical version. The director's yep. edition is coming out next. It's yeah, well, they made a couple of changes after the fact, which changes. is ill-advised. Yep. Um, but, um, but of course, the director's edition will be coming to Paramount Plus next year, courtesy of uh, Darren and Dave Fine and Mike Mattesino. But um, if you want to have the theatrical version, which looks Spectacular. Um, you, you you want to pick up the set and start I the two it looks really good. But you ain't seen nothing yet. Ooh. Wow, that's exciting, Darren. I'm not that is Exciting. I'm not I uh I can't wait. You're anyway. gonna have to wait. You have I know. to wait. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But that said, you know, so watch the you know theatrical version while you're waiting for the new director's edition. Absolutely. Um, and
0: look, it's, it's always fun You know, you, can, you don't have to watch Star Trek The Monster again You can wait for the director's edition But watch 2, 3, and 4, because they're fun Or 2 and 4 Or 3 three and <laughs> two. I mean, we have quibbles with it But that doesn't mean that we don't enjoy Certain parts
3: of it Maybe watch Steel and the Enterprise And yeah. you know, skip ahead And the, you know, the no, with Sarek uh, and Kirk Is really nice Is it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We're going to be doing commentary on that, so we'll, we'll oh, save yes. it for that.
0: Commentary. Yeah, well, commentary.
3: We're going to save it for that. Um, save it for the commentary. Definitely. Um, okay, last, uh, last few picks. Um, I, I would throw out, and this has nothing to do with Star Trek, um, uh, Criterion Collection has just jumped into the pool of 4K UHD releases, and uh, they're uh, a double threat this month with the release of uh, the 80th anniversary of Citizen Kane, and, the, um, and David Lynch's Mall Hall and Drive, both on 4K, both well worth your hard earned money.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out something completely unrelated. Um, where is it? Here it is. Amazing. For everything, I, there is a I first time. I'm grabbing something from the shelf here.
3: Oh, my. What could this be? The suspense is killing me.
0: It's something that you would never expect. Um, Give the gift of licorice from licorice.com. Um, if, if you have any family members who love licorice or if you uh, love it, they have various flavors and I've never had better. This is like a sort of a, a Swedish fish kind of uh, licorice, which are tasty. Honestly,
3: mm. I, didn't, I didn't see that coming.
0: No, but when you're when you're a fan, sometimes you need snacks. That's all I'm saying.
3: Well, if that's the case, I would say Carvel and Fudgy the Whale. What a great way to celebrate any holiday with Tom Carvel and Fudgy the Whale. Great ice cream cake. Didn't they have a Santa ice cream cake that was from the same Fudgy the Whale mold? It was. It was. (laughs) I forget what that was called because they then they had a couple, but it started with Fudgy the Whale, Mm -hmm. and then they had a whole series of these cakes. I mean, could you imagine a spokesman like Tom Carvel now? Everybody has to be so polished and be like... An influencer. Mean, let me see if I can
0: do it. Hi, I'm Tom Carvel. You're going to
3: love our ice cream cakes because we
0: make okay. them fresh right in front of you. And it's, uh, you're going to love it. So come on down, get
3: yourself a cookie puss or a fudgy the whale. Why is your version of Tom Carvel sound like a member of the Corleone family? Because he was. <laughs> I think that was Crazy Eddie, actually. Um... <laughs> um what else um we're gonna make an ice cream cake you can't refuse (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) that's really funny um okay (laughs) oh my god um don carvel (laughs) i could not refuse you on the eve of your the daughter of your first (laughs) <laughs> I need you to use all your powers. <laughs> Look how they to make this, in my cone to make this ice cream cake. <laughs> Look what they did to cookie puss. <laughs> oh my boy. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Can you get me off the hook for all time's sake, cookie puss? Can't do it, Sally. <laughs> Oh my God!
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my God! Can you tell yeah. We're running out of presents.
3: No, we're you never. you like to show No, many we're presents. not. We're running out of anything. You shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you know, you know what's very, very um, competitive priced. Get people a subscription to Inglorious Trexperts because it's free. Oh, that's right. Why is you it know? free? Tell me why.
0: Because it just is.
3: Because we, because of episodes like this, we couldn't charge you a good conscience. Because we are a river to our listeners. <laughs> um, what else, to wrap up, what would be the ultimate kind of uh, um, Star Trek gift for the holidays?
0: You know, I think because so much of the things that we like are, um, let's just say, a little retro,
2: the most exciting game ever, the Star Trek Phaser Battle, the game that fires back. Just power on. It's an exact replica of the Star Trek Telescreen. Watch out! Here comes the Klingon. Press the trigger on the phaser launcher. Here's a phaser fire. The Klingon ship appears throughout the galaxy. You can hear the phasers launch. The Klingon fires back. Is this a Star Trek phaser battle? Sure is, Dad. Want to try it? Okay. Turn it up to Flare Commander, Dad. That'll make it tough for you. Wow, this is fast. There's the alert. Press field. Fire again. Check your score. Your hit is recorded on an LED screen. Every time you miss the Star Trek phaser battle, Back, you've got to raise your shields to stop them, and you've only got slave chances for you're out. Star Trek Electronic Laser Battles, the game that fights back. It's just as tough for that as it is for you. New
0: for meco, and they're from a different time period. Um, I do a lot of my gift seeking on eBay actually, mm. and I do a search for you know either Star Trek the Motion Picture or Star mm. Trek TOS. And you come up with a whole bunch of fascinating things. Among them, uh, let me see if I can find it here. If you can find it, you know, stuff like this is, you can't find in stores anymore. But here it is. Here is
3: my, what is it?
0: Star Trek. Oh, look
3: at that. Wow. Plastic coffee cup. That is great. And I love how on one side is Stephen Collins and Persis Kambada. And on the other side, it's uh, Dee and Bill and the yeah. letter. Wow. Yeah. That is great. And, you know, this is pristine, uh, mm-hmm.
0: 42 years old. Yeah. Um, but it's stuff like this that it really makes my heart sing because it's stuff that you had when you were little.
3: And you can yeah. find it and uh, fill up that, um, that need in your soul. That you lost uh, so long ago. So what you're saying is you feel the young as when the world was new.
0: Pretty much. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. There you go. You bought all this in a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Well, look, I mean, there's so many uh, things and, you know, you can also suggest your guy, uh, uh, holiday ideas. Um, on our, uh, tw- on our social media pages on Instagram at Inglorious Trek Experts, on Twitter at Inglorious Trek, and of course on Facebook at Inglorious Trek Experts as well. And uh, we'd love to hear what you think, what you recommend, uh, uh, our great holiday gifts for the Star Trek fan in your life. Um, and, uh, maybe we'll share them on a future episode of the show. And of course, as we get close to the holidays, uh, we hope you'll uh, listen to our three part holiday s- Star Trekula. Um, which, of course, is going to be a tribute this year to the 101 greatest sci-fi movies of all time. It's it's likely to be controversial and wildly entertaining if last year's was any predictor of that. So uh, I'm looking forward. We have not recorded it yet. I'm very excited um, to uh, (laughs) do that. And, of course, you should always get a subscription to Starlog. Oh, wait. No, you can't. No, you
0: can't. Yeah, I
3: feel like we've missed so much. I mean... Oh, you know what I I just read, which I'm going to give a plug, uh, which um, I just read the first issue of Scott and David Tipton's The Mirror War. Mm. Um, Of course, they're frequent guests on the podcast and uh, they frequently are are writing for, um, you know, the IDW Star Trek comics. Um, And, uh, you know, Next Generation famously never had a mirror episode, but they are writing a miniseries for IDW. I read part one of The Mirror War and it it was terrific. I mean, those wow. guys know Star Trek backwards and forwards, and um, it's really fun to see the next generation of characters in the Murray universe, and um, they a lot, they're clearly having a lot of fun and, with it. Oh, and am have
0: to uh, nip that in the bud right away.
3: <laughs> and and, and uh, I really enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to future issues. I'm sure it'll be compiled in some kind of uh, graphic novel uh, uh, collection, but um, uh, issue number one and issue number two are available now, and you know I uh, highly recommend it. I'd really love to
0: see them do a crossover between uh, Star Trek and uh, The Andy Griffith Show.
3: Yeah. Keep holding your breath for that one. Because they were shot on the same lot. I, I, I thank you. I, I, under, I know. but, <laughs> but, um, but uh, There is a I, way. I, there's I, a way to do it. There's always a way. I mean, they could do Star Trek and Planet of the Apes and Star Trek and X-Men. Yeah. Um, there's a way that they could do Star Trek and The Andy Griffith Show. And and Clint Howard could you know exactly? Combine.
0: You see, you're you getting it.
3: I get it. I get it. Um, we'll
0: see. I, don't I, know. I would I would hope everyone would relish it as much as I would.
3: And you know, uh, while we're talking about Tranya, I, I I remember we were in Vegas. There was a guy selling Star Trek wine or Cardassian canard, but he didn't have like. I didn't you say where's your Romulan ale? He had yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, like he was so proud of um. That they had like
0: that they put stickers on.
3: Yeah, like Chateau Picard yeah. and Cardassian uh, Canard. But when you said, like, where's the Romulan Ale? He was like... The what? Yeah, he didn't know. So I'm not going to plug them on the show. He didn't I have any have Romulan
0: Ale. He didn't have any Tranya. I mean, he didn't have any Finnegal's Folly. For crying no. out loud, folks.
3: That's,
0: not that's right. It's not tough.
3: And he didn't have anything not green. There was nothing green.
0: green. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So. Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler's green.
0: That's what they used for the green drink in, uh, in uh, Next Generation when Data was... Uh, the Aldebaran whiskey that Scotty was walking around. That was Ecto Cooler from IC.
3: Just so you know. It was I did not know that. I forget <laughs> what we used in Free Enterprise. Because, you know, we had the green drink in Free Enterprise.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, I, that, I, that looked just like uh, Grasshopper.
3: Yeah, I think it probably was. Yeah. I don't real, remember. It was a long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was 21 years ago. Wow. And I would recommend it for the holiday gift guide, but you know, it's not currently on Blu-ray uh, Yeah, the right situation is all tied up. So uh, I don't know when the hell that's could ever come out, but uh, one day, hopefully. So, um, you know, Oh, another generation could be You were, you were
0: speaking of the, uh, the uh, TOS communicator, uh, yes. Bluetooth. Uh, they also made a next gen one. Ah, nice. And uh, I actually got this at, at uh, the Las Vegas convention for actually a good price because they don't manufacture them anymore, but you can find them on eBay. But they're really cool, and they make the, when, when they're charged up, they make the little chirp, and you can talk in it, and it works just like a Bluetooth uh, uh, oh, communicator. Great. And you can wear it just like, you can pretend to be Captain Picard in his heyday.
3: Is that who you would pretend to be, Captain no, Picard?
0: Could- no, no. I, uh, I would probably be Lieutenant Yar. <laughs>
3: Okay, I won't ask. No, anyway. (laughs) Well, this was fun. This was our first annual holiday, uh, you know, and we didn't even mention any of the novels, though. This is why having, you know, we should have had Rob on, because Rob could talk about all the the novels we didn't mention.
0: Well, there's a lot of novels going on, but they're they're the new stuff. Yeah,
3: that's true. Well, aren't they, I think he mentioned that they were uh, um, uh, sort of. Closing the loop or something on the. Uh, I,
0: think, I think they're they're shutting the door on the original, yeah.
3: well, original I would, story. I would recommend, of course, David Goodman's autobiography of Captain Kirk and his history of the Federation, which are, are terrific, and uh, his uh, autobiography of Captain Picard. I remember he was going to do Spock, but for various reasons we won't go into, uh, did not write it. Right. Um. But uh. But his his his. his, oh, his I think his work, I know why. I'm sure you do. But uh, his work is—he uh, did a fantastic job on those books—and and highly recommended. So if you haven't heard them, uh, check them out. And I think that about does it for us. What do you say, Darren? Doctorman?
0: I, I can't think of any more. You know,
3: I'm—I'm—I'm
0: I'm, I'm trying not to really get new stuff. It's really difficult. Uh, but I have to say that I've—I've. I've, Downgraded a lot on my desire to get stuff, so it's just one of those things. I only
3: choose the, you know, the top of the line stuff now, and it's much more limited. So we lived through everything. a golden era. I mean, look, let's face it. Yeah. We were in the '90s when Playmates was literally putting and out the early, early 2000s was really good. I mean, it was spectacular. I mean, when you think about the really deep dive they did into some very esoteric characters. We were buying Um, cases of large scale figures. Yeah, I know. I know. And And they were doing beautiful, beautiful figures. I mean, look, I have out, I mean, on display, I still have their Edith Keeler, you know, and, um, uh, you know, piece of the action figures. And I mean, it's like, it, it was crazy. The stuff that they were doing. I remember running around trying to get the KB Toy and Hobby to find Peeplesy Action because that was an exclusive. That's, the, I think that's it, the
0: one I have a case of. I have a case <laughs> Action figures. I think I have uh, four of each.
3: So you put the bag on them. But I, why would one of them put a bag on a doll? Yeah, I did. You're gonna end up in a box. Well, they did. A cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll be back with a regular episode of Inglorious Treksports next week. Is there ever a regular episode? I don't know.
0: Probably
3: not. <laughs> no, well, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I Ashley, you know, couldn't be with us because he's taking his son to see Ghostbusters. So, hopefully, the That's new Ghostbusters him. is good. Yeah, he he was lucky to miss this one. So don't talk like that. Well, no, I'm just saying. I don't know if he would have at his fingertips as many su- su- suggestions. He's not as much of a collector. Well, he, he collects kids. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> but he'll be back next week uh, with an all new episode of uh, Inglorious Trexperts. And of course, uh, you can also listen to uh, Peter and Lisa on our companion series, The Trexperts Briefing Room, an entirely different podcast where we do audio commentaries on significant episodes in the history of star trek from the original series all the way through the latest incarnations um airing on paramount plus
0: of course and we're not we're not giving that up to peter and lisa permanently no 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 they get no, no. to do a few now and then and we get to do a few
3: it's uh, absolutely a, it's not a, a combined effort it's a combined effort i didn't mean to imply that it's not our show anymore yeah. yes there it is indeed our show it's They're our show it's our, it's my show my show Look, but, but, you know, by the time you got to Johnny Carson in his later years, I mean, there were a lot of guest hosts going on. (laughs) You know, I mean, you know, (laughs) what was he working? Three days a week? I don't know. And you know what? Now they're all dead, too. Yeah, we're all the same now. So um, anyway, uh, we want to thank Bill Ritter uh, for always making it sound so great. Even uh, over Zoom, of course, our producers, Peter Holmstrom, uh, Natalie Muscali, and Zach Raggetz. And uh, encourage us to uh, visit on the social media. You can even change your one star review to a five star review if you're so inclined, Indeed. or your five star review to a one star review. After oh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't think you can do that. I think that's oh, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. And of course, uh, we'll be back every Friday. We'll be back with an all new episode. And if you want to watch us, you can check us out on the free Electric Now app uh, for uh, video episodes of all our podcasts. For so her. until the
0: as Gene Roddenberry said, you can always go
3: from down to up, but don't go from up to down. <laughs> so until next Friday, on behalf of Darren and myself, keep on trekking. And gloriously, of course.
1: Shh. <laughs> bells are great. Build a snowman and pretend that he's a circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman until the other kids knock him down. When it snows, ain't it thrilling? Though your nose gets a chilling, we'll frolic and play the Eskimo way, walking in a winter wonderland. To face unafraid, the plans that we've made, walking in a winter wonderland, walking in a winter wonderland.
3: This show was produced by Dean Devlin and Mark A. Altman and is an Electric Surge Network production.